Greetings, citizens. Space Ghost here, with salutations from deep within the bowels of outer space, urging you to keep listening and enjoying the Long Box Crusade Network. And they want me to ask you what's in your long box, which to me sounds unpleasant and unseemly, and nothing you would ask if you come from, say, a background where a nun would hit you in the hands with a ruler for asking, hey, Sister Mary, what's in your long box? See, you would not say, this sounds like something you wouldn't say to a nun. Nonetheless, it makes me uncomfortable, but he handed me money, so I read it. So keep listening to the Long Box Crusade Network. If you don't, a rutabaga will grow in your nose. Space Ghost, out! Showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to episode 52 of Saturday Matinee Theater, brought to you by your friends at the Longbox Crusade. We are here in Gotham City in our recording studio setup in one of the many unused rooms in stately Wayne Manor. In fact, I'm not certain Bruce knows we're here. I'm your host, Jared Albert, the yard sale artist, a.k.a. the Death Probe. And joining me, as always, is the Robin to my Batman. It is Pat Sampson, a.k.a. DJ Cristados. How are we feeling today, boy wonder Cristados? I'm feeling all right, Jared. Somewhat all right, I guess. A little nervous right now. Since we left, I didn't have enough bat food for the bats here. So... Kind of be careful. I'm, I'm going to run out after we're done recording. I'm going to go get some bat food for the bats. What do they eat? I don't even know. Bat food. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a little bat treat. I kind of treat them kind of nice because I like them, but. <laughs> well, apparently they come in handy. Yes. <laughs> all right. Also joining me is the laziest Alfred Pennyworth of all time. It is my brother, Jason, the Weasel Skull Albrecht. How are you today, Jason? Doing all right, gentlemen. Welcome to my cat cave. I'm going to leave you all alone here with my cats. <laughs> oh, no. Don't worry. They don't bite unless I ask them to. <laughs> <laughs> and he recedes. All right. <laughs> Jason is in the cat cave. We also have with us the incorruptible lawman of the city. It is Commissioner Delvin the Dark Web Williams. And how do you do, Commissioner? I'm a little troubled. I know this Batman and Robin uh, they are supposed to be do-gooders and everything, but I saw Robin go into this nightclub and I'm not sure whether or not he was old enough to be there. (laughs) Questions linger. Either he really was or he's completely underage. No, this bit will never die. I'm not. The entire run, you're going to hear this bit, so get used to it. We haven't pegged anywhere from 13 to 46, if I'm not mistaken right now. It's Got to narrow down. Narrow down there. 33-year gap. Yep. Uh, we'll get it. We'll get it. <laughs> no, we won't. Anyway, let's get to our guest for this episode. You might know him from Chris and Reggie's Cosmic Treadmill, amongst a bunch of other awesome podcasts. It is the one, the only, Chris Sheehan. Welcome to the Batcave. I mean, Wayne Manor. I'm sorry. <laughs> Welcome to Wayne Manor, Chris. Well, I'm only here for one reason and one reason only, and it's to ask if anyone needs a newspaper. Anyone need a newspaper? <laughs> paper's here. Paper's here. 
newspaper, sir? You know what? I'm going to take one. <laughs> Thank you, sir. And in character, Chris sounded like he was maybe 13 or 14. But if you look at him, he clearly in his uh, late 30s. I like it. All right. <laughs> All right. Chris, the questions for the guests. What is your very first memory of Batman? And then once you've got that, we'll be asking, what is your favorite iteration of Batman on screen? What's your favorite on screen version of Batman? And what's your first memory of the Dark Knight himself? My first Batman was probably the Adam West Batman. I know a lot of folks of my vintage have a lot of fond memories of the Super Friends. I never saw it. I don't know why or how, but I somehow missed it. Everybody else seems to have loved it. I missed it. So the Adam West Batman was my first Batman. My first Batman comics were the Shadow of the Bat series that launched around 1992 or so. I was totally taken by it, only to have my hopes dashed when I found out that there were like another three or four Batman comics coming out at the very same time that had different stories going on in it. So he really wasn't locked in Arkham Asylum all that time trying to get out. I couldn't deal with it. I was still very, very young and very, very stupid. A little more stupid, I guess. My favorite on-screen iteration, folks who know me know that I don't see movies, especially comic book movies. I don't see those either. So it would, it would probably be the Adam West version. The 1940s serial version is great, but I'll go with Adam West. Nothing wrong with that, man. No school like the old school. I'm cracking my brain now, Chris, trying to remember who painted those amazing covers. And I've met him before, and he's the nicest guy for those oh, Shadows of the Bat. Can you help me? We talked about this. Yes, it's Brian Stelfreeze. Thank yes. you, Jason. Brian Stelfreeze did those covers. The first arc was drawn by Norm Brayfogle. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. that With that series, I was just books, like yeah. you, Chris. I was like, Amazing. yes. Amazing. <laughs> and just to say something nice about Mr. Stelfreeze, I met him at a convention. This was before I was a ABCDL tier comic creator. <laughs> I was just going as a fan. I met him, and he was so friendly. He invited me to his studio to see how he works. He's like, you can come down and see anytime, blah, blah, blah. I was just the nicest man. So big ups for Brian Stelfreeze. Anyways, welcome to episode one of the Shadow of the Bat podcast <laughs> with Jared and Chris. <laughs> I'm all about it. All right. With that out of the way, Pat, what are we doing here on Saturday Matinee Theater? Well, Jared, I am glad you asked. Saturday Matinee Theater is a retro review show brought to you by the Longbox Crusade, where we will be taking you back to the past with some potentially overlooked retro awesomeness in the realm of television, movie serials, or films. Basically, if it's vintage and it's kind of forgotten, we're going to dig it up. On this episode, we will continue our dive into 1943's Batman serial. 1943's Batman serial was produced by Rudolph C. Flotho, It starred Lewis Wilson as Batman and Douglas Croft as Robin. So grab your batarangs, fire up the Batmobile, and swing into adventure. But don't forget, if trouble comes, to be strictly on your heels.
Okay, folks, before we hand it over to Delvin for this episode's info, let's take a look, or in this case, a listen, to a commercial that would have been playing at the same time this episode was released back in 1943. This will help us get in the right time frame of mind, if you will, and transport us back to the 40s. For this episode's commercial retro rewind, we have Old English 600 Beer. Let's give it a listen. After you once try Old English 600... It's really worth going a little out of your way to buy it. Remember the name, Old English 600. Yes, sir, remember that name. You'll never forget the taste. Wow! Okay, 1943's Old English 600. Chris, what'd you think of that commercial? Uh, What was the name of that thing again? (laughs) (laughs) Old English 600. I remember the taste, I just don't remember the name. Well, once you taste it, you're going to want to remember the name. Oh, wow. How will I get it again? Wow. (laughs) All right, Pat, what did you think of that? Oh, that's some good malt liquor, man. I wouldn't I old English would 600. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, cool. And then it's got Minnesota. It's kind of close to me. And then just that excitement in that guy's voice it's, at the end. Wow. 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 You won't forget it. <laughs> he, he may have been on some malt liquor when he was <laughs> when he was taping that commercial. He sounded a little tipsy. <laughs> I drink it. I'd be down for drinking that. I've got one with me here tonight. No. Sip on it. Jason? I'm old school like old, school old like English, English in that brown paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That's Jason's and Delvin. I'm reminded of the old military adage. You tell them what you're going to tell them. Tell them. Tell them what you told them. Mm-hmm. Here it is. It's the beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> beer is good. Drink it. <laughs> like, All right. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, that's just an old-timey radio commercial. We'll probably be doing a lot more radio commercials on Saturday Matinee Theater around Batman because TV just wasn't prolific at the time. TV's first broadcast was 1929, and it didn't really catch on until about 50s where we are with Sherlock Holmes. So on our Holmes episodes, you'll get more visual commercials, which doesn't help our podcast audience at all. They'll still catch the audio. But for here, you're going to get radio commercials like Old English 600. Wow! Okay, we go around the horde for two things. Have you ever had in old English. Pat, go ahead and get it out of the way. No. No, for real? You've an old English? A, you ever beer? drink a, a 40 of old English? Or? No, I have a Colt 45 is all I've done. All right, Jason, old English. I have enjoyed some old English. <laughs> As have I, my friend. Delvin? If I have, I don't remember. All which right. might be a good or a bad thing, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Chris? You ever sample the old English? No, no, no. But if I did, I'm sure I would say wow. I imagine you would. I haven't said wow in a while, so I, that's my that's my my measuring stick for whether or not I've had it. All right. I actually went to an old English party in the Air Force where you were required, everyone was required to bring a 40-ounce bottle of OE with them to the party. And we grilled out, and it was fun times. Well, we've got all the mileage out of that we're going to get. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm feeling thirsty. We get a drink while Delvin does his thing. Chapter two was titled The Bat's Cave. The director was Lambert Hillier. The writers were Victor McLeod, Leslie Swabacker, and Harry L. Frazier, with guest stars J. Carol Nash as Dr. Tito Daca, Shirley Patterson as Linda Page, and William Austin as Alfred. As a reminder, all 15 episodes are available on YouTube. 
we highly encourage you to watch this episode before proceeding with this podcast, because not only is it just more fun that way, but Jared is about to give a synopsis about this episode, and then we're going to discuss it. There are probably some spoilers heading your way, so if you haven't watched this episode, we recommend you pause here, go check it out on YouTube, and then come back to join our discussion. And at about 20 minutes per episode, actually about 17, is not a big time demand. For those of you who are watching along with us, we'd love to hear your insights. Don't forget to comment about the show on Twitter using the hashtag I'm following Batman Jared. I'm going to do a Christian Bale Batman voice. Hashtag I'm following Batman. <laughs> we'll get you a lozenge and pass it to Jason. I'm going to do Ben Affleck's Batman voice. Hashtag I'm following Batman. <laughs> hmm. hmm. Okay. Why nice. did you say Martha? Why did you say Martha? <laughs> we will pass it to Pat. I'm going to do an Adams West Batman. Oh, wow. I'm uh, following Batman. That didn't sound like Adam West at all, but that's okay. Uh, (laughs) Chris, can you do a better Adam West? No, I don't think I can. I will do a really bad Jerry Seinfeld doing it. Hashtag I'm following Batman. Let me finish this. (laughs) We can go on all day. Great Scott, I'm following Batman. And with that, we will pass it to Jared for the episode summary. saw Batman, he'd been tossed off the roof of a downtown office building. He was plummeting to his doom. Luckily for the Dark Knight, there was a window washing platform just below that saved his life. But I'm not so sure about Uncle Martin. Anyway, Batman climbed back up to the roof just in time to help Scrappy Robin stop one of the goons and recover the laser rifle. The dynamic duo then spirited away to the Batcave with their captured thug. The thug, terrified of the bats in the cave, spills all the beans he has, which isn't a lot. Meanwhile, Dr. Daka has a plan to get some info out of Bruce Wayne's girlfriend, Linda Page, setting a trap for her at the local club that they successfully pull off because Robin sucks at his job. Bruce and Dick go undercover to a flop house and successfully locate where the villains are keeping Linda. The dynamic duo do a bit better in combat this time as they rescue an unconscious Linda. But just as Batman is making his escape with Linda slung over his shoulder, tightrope walking over some cables, one of the villains does something to that cable and it shorts out breaks and sends batman and linda falling to their demise will there be another platform to save batman and linda seriously whatever happened to uncle martin and why are bruce and dick such a-holes to alfred (laughs) tune in find out Okay, that's your episode we will get into our highs and lows rounds and for round one Mr. Chris Sheehan, do you have a high or a low? What do you um, think? This was interesting. I think the high would be the first appearance of Matches Malone, because <laughs> I, I, uh, I think Batman was going into that persona there. I like it. As for a low, why would you bring a bad guy to the Batcave? 
I mean, Jerry asked it a minute ago, but why would you do it? It just doesn't seem like a smart thing to do. I did see the 89 movie and people gave them a lot of guff for bringing Vicky Vale in there, right? Yes. Why are we bringing a bad guy there? I just don't know. And, and I guess another low would be the death of Batman at the end. Yeah, it's probably the last episode. It's a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't end on a down note. Delvin. Hi. Low. What the? It's definitely interesting seeing some of the staples that lasted in Batman for decades. I mean, I know this is one of the first. I mean, well, there's a Batman comic, but like this TV series, it was interesting seeing Batman and Robin emerge from the clock. That was one of the cool things that I saw. But I did think that that was cool. And it's nice to see that some of the ideas that they had lasted. I would answer the question that Batman and Robin might bring a bad guy back to the Batcave because it did work for the purposes of intimidation. And they found out information that they didn't know about. Now, would it make sense now for them to do something like that? No, absolutely not. He probably would have just hung them upside down from a rope or something like that, which would cascade into yet a kind of a what the for me, which would be that whole rope thing that they had going on at the end. First of all, their arms would be exhausted by the time they even burst through the window to fight the bad guys. They, they looked they need- like they were exhausted. I wasn't sure Robin was going to make it. <laughs> so like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, it was that just it looked like a lot. It's like, man, like you don't want to go through a physical challenge before you get in a fight. That just doesn't seem like a good idea to me. But other than that, I can pass it off to, let's pass it to Jason. I'm going to say one of the things that I liked about this episode was the cloak and dagger feel to it. I like Alfred driving them in the car. They have many different costumes, not just their Batman and Robin uniforms, but they have their matches Malone, if I could tag on to what Chris had said earlier, costumes. And then they were able to get out there and actually get the information they needed. It it had a pretty cool little spy thriller vibe to it the whole way, which I enjoyed. Excellent, excellent. That takes it to Pat. What do you got, man? I know there's something in here I'm very excited to hear you talk about. I just know you won't let me down. What do you got, Pat? Yeah, yeah we'll get to that at the end where I get my extra bonus. Uh, oh, okay. Bonus okay. points there. Yes. Tantalize everyone. Yes. But anyway, like you guys too, I really enjoyed this one as well with the kind of spyness that was happening. I liked seeing them get their costumes on. But I had a question. Did you guys notice the book that Alfred was reading? It kind of looked like it said detective it on like it. like detective comics. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But he was telling a kind of different story. But I thought he was reading a detective comics comic book. I thought that was Good pretty catch, cool. Pat. I didn't see that because I was too busy wincing at them terrorizing an old man. <laughs> you caught that in my synopsis. Why they decided to be yeah. Alfred, I don't know. It's like, ha ha, you almost got a heart attack. <laughs> hey, hey, shoot the electrical ray at him. <laughs> They're like two frat boys just. <laughs> and it's possible that Batman and Robin pledged the same fraternity. It could be. Whether it was at the same time or not, I'm not certain. (laughs) I don't know the age difference. I tell you, if I was Alfred, I'd be like, oh, no, the manor's on fire. Oh, it's burning (laughs) to the ground. (laughs) The only other thing, real quick, is you guys mentioned that Wiley would bring him back to the Batcave. Well, they obviously brought him back, blindfolded, and then they drove him there with the license plates on the car. Kicked him out of the car, onto the police station there, and waited for people to come out. And then they unblindfolded him. Because I was thinking to myself, okay, they just drove this guy around in the car, the license plates on it, and they dumped him out there. Was he not 
blindfolded or something, but then you can see that he finally was. So I was questioning. He had a big bat time. sticker on his forehead. Yeah, he had a bat <laughs> sticker and a note with a little bat symbol on it. Thought that was cool. That actually made me think of Batman versus Superman when me Batman was going off the dark edge and yeah. branding people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, man, put it would have been just as effective and less painful. Yeah, a little more friendly neighborhood and less, I am the knight. Hashtag unfollow Batman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go into our second round. Chris, do you have any additional highs or lows, general thoughts? That thing that we mentioned at the end of the episode here with that guy on the roof doing something with a wire. Something. <laughs> what? what, what? <laughs> I, I don't I mean, know. It was, it was grainy footage, right? So, I mean, it could have been anything. <laughs> I think he crossed the streams or something. I think then... he did. Did he pull it off an aerial or something? But it was <laughs> the way he did it. Pretty the way sure that, that building's not up to code. I would say not. And then the way that the spark just followed right behind Batman's booties was, uh, <laughs> bless his heart. It was, uh, it was very, very quaint. And I enjoyed it for just what the F it was. So it was, it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was wondering, I was like, was electricity still a mystery or something? <laughs> because it seemed like he's spending like 15 seconds doing something. Like, <laughs> and, then, and then, like you said, the spark just kind of slowly. I'm like, I have no clue what's happening here, but I'm worried for Batman. <laughs> yes. The stakes were higher. Yeah. Especially he's carrying someone over his shoulder while balancing on a rope. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't have a better plan than that. That sounds really hard to do. That's easy if you're Batman. I guess so. Anyways, Delvin, what you got? Anything for the second round? Yeah, this is part two of 15. I know I like to have seen Dr. Daka some more. Didn't really get to see a lot of him, even though it looks like they're building up to get back to him again. But I would like to have seen more of him. That would have kept the main bad guy in the story and just kept it rolling a little bit better, but still wasn't bad. I agree. Dr. Daka is... A pretty good villain for just a serial villain, I think. And I agree. Mm -hmm. I would like to see. You know, I watched another movie from the 40s over the last couple of weeks, and I saw that same actor in it. And I was like, it's Dr. Daka. Dr. Daka. My wife was like, shut up. And that's the end of my story. (laughs) (laughs) From here, we'll go to Pat. What do you got, Pat? Um, Never mind. You always have extras. Let's go to Jason. Yeah, let Pat wind up. No, mine's a what the, and I'm just throwing a question out here because I honestly don't know the answer. That scene where the bad guy is checking into the hotel, there's like a some sort of x-ray of his hand with the number on it. What was that supposed to signify? Did anybody understand that? I just no. thought it was the way he showed that he was part of the DACA club. I think that's it, yeah. They all have, like, some radiation in their hand or something. I don't know. Okay. So was there, like, an x-ray on the counter that the guy could see when he put his hand there? Was that? I think so. I think there was some device that would reveal that he's got that five either tattooed or something. That's how you identify that they're a gang member. But, yeah, how it works, about the same as the electricity, in my opinion. I don't know. Okay. I just was wondering if I missed something. So Yeah, I think he belongs to the everybody get up movement. With five. With the five. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, get three, anyway, over to you, Pat. Bring us home with your extra notes. I do have a few here. So I do like the sneaky batsness. 
that was going on here. Thought it was pretty good. I do have a question, or at least something that I miss. And I long for this simpler time where you didn't have these voice modulators and all this stuff that you can do with the computer now, when all it took was just a handkerchief over the earpiece, and Mm -hmm. you could change your voice just like that, and nobody would know who you are. Yes. I I remember making prank calls like that. Hello, er, er, it's me, Dr. Doom. (laughs) Is your refrigerator running? That's what an old a, joke. Goes what back. Else you got? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an old, old joke. For the old joke. I've got a new segment here that I'm learning is some uh, language lingo. Flophouse. What's a flophouse? Yeah, low end motel, hotel, okay. you know, skid row style. I've heard flophouse before. A place yeah. where people flop. Yeah. That's what I racket. Sports or it's not what you use. I, I, well, they, I think they use it as a non sport. I wasn't sure. You got a nice racket going on here. Scheme. Operation. Plot. Plot. Okay. I just like all these oldie kind of words. So if if I hear any more during this, I'll pick these things out. I like the way they talk. It's fun. Let's go to some bat fights. Bat fights. You got Batman fights the guys that push him over to the side. And then I think he kind of fights the painters a little bit because they get a little shuffled around there. (laughs) (laughs) Then he fights the kidnappers. He fights the acid of the gas, and then he's fighting the electric spark. And we did get our one window smash through for this episode. (laughs) So we are now one for one each episode. So back to back. I'm hoping there's another one on the next one. And that is all I got. All right. That's the end of our highs and lows and what does and questions and concerns. Okay, we're going to move on to the fun facts. My first fun fact is this is the first appearance of the Batcave entrance through the grandfather clock. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We know, Jared. Delvin told us. All right. How about this then? This serial had a profound influence on the comics. As we already mentioned last episode, this is the first appearance of the Batcave. All right, now we've seen the grandfather clock, and now I will let you know that this serial changed the appearance of Alfred in comics forever. Before this serial came out, Alfred was always a more portly gentleman, and after this actor took over the role in the serial, they started drawing him leaner and thinner as the Alfred we know today. So once again, the serial has a lot more impact than you might think. I still have one fantastically fun fact in my back pocket. Will I bring it out next episode or wait a couple more? Oh, I can't wait to give you the guys this one. So uh, just stay tuned. Mm. Ooh, tantalize. That's how you keep people listening. All right. So let's get into our Batarang ratings. As you guys know, we go to the scale of one to five here. Number five, all five of your Batarangs means I loved it. A four was it's very good, and three it was good, and two it was just okay, and one batarang I did not like it. Christian, our guest, one to five batarangs for the Bats Cave. I'd give it four because I had a lot of fun with it. One of my gimmicks is that I don't really participate in other comics media. I read the comics and I don't mess with anything else, cartoons, movies, lunchboxes, anything like that. Just straight comics, but. In doing this, I actually had a real good time with it here. It uh, was definitely of its day, but it was like charmingly so. It reminded me of just so many tropes of classic serials. And like you guys were saying, the spy stuff and just some silly stuff as well. I thought it was a, a really fun time and might even check out more episodes of it. So had a good time for Battering. Awesome. I hope you do continue to watch along with the show. We'd love to have you take in the adventure with us. 
With that, let's go to Pat. How many battle ranks are you going to give it? I'm going to give it a four as well. I really thought this one was a fun one. It was an interesting one. Wasn't as long as the first episode. I think this one was about 17 minutes, but what they did in the 17 minutes in the storytelling of it was very good and had me on the the seat of my seat. Mm Going to find out what's going to happen at the end. So giving it a four. Nice. All right. Still don't know what happened to Uncle Martin, though. Over to Jason. (laughs) I'm going to keep the four train rolling. I thought this one was a little bit more fun than the last one. We got to see a couple different cool scenes. The flop house, the club, the bat cave, a little bit extended scene in the bat cave. We got to see the clock, as you brought up. So just a lot of good nostalgia and just an overall good story. So solid four for me. Delvin. I feel like I missed a little something. I'm at a three on this one. That was good. That was a little bit less good, (laughs) to use my good words here, than the first episode. It didn't dip much, but it dipped enough for me to give it a three. And I'm still looking forward to more. What'd you give it, Jared? I'm going to join Team Four and leave you alone on Three Island. For one simple fact is that we all complain that the Dark Knight should not get his butt handed to him by random thugs in episode one. And in episode two, I thought he fought a lot better and did well at the Flophouse fight. So I was like, okay, all right, Batman is back in the mix and he's a good fighter. So I will bump it up to a four. And don't forget Robin. He bounced back for a young man, for a boy, for an older gen. Whatever he is, he, he did well as he also, yes. <laughs> After the fight, did they go for ice cream or did he need some Flexol 454? I'm not sure. Anyways, we're never going to figure it out. At this point, we're going to get into the Gotham City mailbag. We are thrilled to kick off these comments with special shout outs for our Crusaders Club members. These are the folks who have joined our crusade. They get to vote on show content. They get to see special things like our I Finished It series over on the Patreon page. All these Crusader Club members are just the coolest. And here is who they are. Thank you. And Helica Wolf. Anthony from TFU. Auburn Elvis. Bill Beer. Wow! Blast it or stash it. Bob Buster. Braxton Underwood. Clinton Robinson. Because his name was Beer. I was like, wow, because of the beer corn. Anyway. <laughs> David Collins. Gerald Green. Greg Van Leuven. Jeremy L. with a special shout out because he asked us specifically when we were going to have Saturday Matinee Theater merchandise available for him to purchase. That's how much he loves the show. We love you too, Jeremy. Nice. I'm going to skip and go down to Joe Thomas because I want to use a joke. You cannot spell Joe Thomas without (laughs) O-E. Wow. I'll follow that up with Jim German. John Watson. John and Maggie. Jose Pollo. That would have worked for that, too. I guess I jumped the gun. (laughs) (laughs) Josh Strickland. Slacker. Michael Wagner. I get it, Jason. It's by Wagner. I get it. Ah, I... (laughs) Mighty Mark Hatherley. Maxwell Traver. Miranda W. Paul Rick from Jeff and Rick present. Rob Morgan. Brian Daly. Samantha Mamie. Sean Ruralski. Wait, nope, that's Urbanski. Urbanski, that's what it is. <laughs> Steve Cronin. Tim Price. Toronto Cop. 
And bad boy Brad Morin. If we missed anyone on our list, we apologize. Please keep in mind that we record these episodes well in advance of release. So if you're a recent edition, we will add you soon. But no problem. You can send an email to contact at longboxcrusade.com. We'll get it squared away. You might be asking yourself, how do I become a Crusaders Club member? Get your Crusaders <laughs> Club membership here. <laughs> <laughs> Well done, Jason. It's simple. Just head over to patreon.com slash longboxcrusade for as little as $1 a month. Probably the price of a night stay at the Flophouse. You'll get access to the amazing world of the Crusaders Club. Please come check it out. And if you don't have any extra scratch laying around, but you want to help us out here at LBC headquarters, please take a moment to write a review on iTunes for this podcast. If you want to keep it short with star ratings, that's cool. But we would love to hear from you and read your review on an upcoming show okay boys strap in we've got our oh. likes shares and retweets and people were pretty excited about the release of episode one of our trek to the batman serial so let's get into some of these like shares and retweets and delvin take it away all right we will start with professor frenzy it's a show, it's a show. warlord worlds jeffrey ranger ruben artiaga monthly movie muckabout the Sark Knight. Sark. Oscar Damien. NBX. Andier Reese. Maliki Akar. The Master of the Galaxy. Weird Science. DC Comics. Ken Solo. Laurel. I think she works at Action Film Face On. I'm wondering if that's our account. <laughs> the Hammer Strikes. Randomly geeky stuff, voiceover work. You know the man. Just, just have to add, Laurel does not work for you guys. <laughs> Max reads comics. Warlock Thanos podcast. B Bolly. Hokoff. Waffles. Maz. Chris Lydon. Bill from the Bat Pod. Wow. Since we have a lot of people, let's just skip the beat and unpack the power, power back, power back, power stop. And keep going. Austin Kuykendall. The Coffee Hunter. Number one fan, Green Lantern HG. Number two fan, DC Now. And then there's Zane Reed Johnson. Fan Film Fridays. Coffee and comics. I see robots. Ward Hill Terry. Ivan Chudley. Hal Jordan. Jimmy Davis. Rick Heineken. Francisco Fontano Aedo. Derek William Grab. All slathered in butter. <laughs> Delicious. Wash that down with some old English. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Robert Francis Myers. He doesn't have three names. I just felt like I needed to read one. Cherry Green. Clinton Robeson. James Charles Huntley. Debeish. He's right. <laughs> it's been a while. It has been. Welcome back, Debeish. And Helica Fetty Wolf. Jay David Weeder. And finally, Tim Price. Come on down. And we will roll into some comments that we got. I will go with a comment from Robert Myers. Didn't he have a he middle said, name? <laughs> Didn't you? Yes, sorry. Robert Francis Myers. And it says, I'm working my way through this right now. I remember waiting for this as a kid at my grandparents' house. This was my first live action Batman and Robin. It would be a few more years till it would be that I saw Batman 66 in reruns. If I caught one of these episodes, I would beg mom and dad if we could go back to grandma and grandpa's to see next week's episode. They had Farmer Vision. How did they get this channel? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag 1980s TV problems. I'm glad we were able to bring back some memories for Robert 
What's his middle name? <laughs> Francis. Francis Myers. And I have it on good authority that we may try to squeeze him in as a guest on the show. So stay tuned, Robert. Oh, nice. At, I think the next comment might yeah. be nicely. <laughs> we got one from GLHG, and he says, oh, and that boy wonder is 40. Just saying, laughy face crying. Hashtag, I'm following Batman 1943, and hashtag, the boy not so boy wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Jason, take us home with our final comment for this episode. We have a short string here from Unpacking the Power of Power Pack. First, he says, oh, yeah, hashtag I'm following Batman. And then he follows it up with, and it's not proper to ask a man his age, but he is probably closer to Rick's age than Jared's. (laughs) The inside joke there is Rick and I are the same age. So so we're not learning a dang thing. All right. That is the end of our mailbag. I'm so glad people enjoyed it. And I hope you guys are listening along with us. We're having a good time. And well, all good times must come to an end. And who better to do that than Jason? That's it for this episode of Saturday Matinee Theater. If you'd like to hear more from us in the realm of comic books, action films, and more, check out the Longbox Crusade. Pat, where can they find that? Well, Jason, I'm glad you asked. You can find us on the iTunes, Google Play, and most pod catchers, or at www.lomboxcrusade.com. We're also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Lombox Crusade. Back to you, Jason. Thank you, Pat. And if you want to hear us on our track through all things James Bond, Check out on Her Majesty's Secret Podcast. Jared, where can they find that? Well, I bet you guys were expecting some kind of impression. You know, we retired the Sean Connery in respect. And Christopher Walken, is he our new roommate? Isn't he? I don't know. He comes and goes. He's not here. But what I do have to talk about on Her Majesty's Secret Podcast is Odd Job. So Odd Job, let him know. Ah, ah. That was a bad idea. All right. Otter Magic Secret Podcast is on iTunes, Google Play, most your podcatchers. You can go to www.secretpodcast.podbean.com or check us out on Twitter at OHMSPod for some James Bond action. Uh-uh. Well, thank you, Jared and Ajab. And if you'd like to chat with us online, we can be found at Pat. Go ahead and kick us off. Well, Jason, I'm glad you asked. You can find me on the Twitter at Christatos01. Delvin? You can find me on Twitter at D-E-E underscore R-A-Y-1977, Jared. I am at Yard Sale Artist. That is Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's all at Yard Sale Artist. You could probably find me at your local church's chicken. Jason? You can find me at Weasel Skull on Twitter or at Jason Albrick on Facebook and Instagram. And I'd like to thank Chris Sheehan for being a wonderful guest with us tonight. Chris, where can they find you on the interwebs? You can find me on Twitter at Ace Comics. Uh, you can find my voice at chrisandreggie.podbean.com on any sort of noise aggregate system out there. And you can find my blog posts and show notes at chrisisoninfiniteearths.com. Thank you, Chris. And if you want to interact with us with live chat and be entered to win some free stuff on our live raffles, come join us on our next episode of Doing It Live Stream over on the YouTube. We do these on the second Sunday of every month. We start at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. And if you'd be so kind, please subscribe to Longbox Crusade on YouTube. And remember to click that bell so you get the notifications for when we go live. Well, that's it. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Saturday Matinee Theater. We'll be back next episode as we return to our coverage of the 1954 Sherlock Holmes TV series for the case of the Baker Street Bachelors. The meetup location, 221 B Baker Street.